TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. And now, you're listening to TalkLine with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. Welcome back to the program, Mom Zev Brenner. I know Carol Suffian for so many years. She was involved with the Munah. Now she's doing a wonderful job at McCarr Disability Services, where she serves as the chief development officer. So welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, Zev, and hello to all your listeners. I'm delighted to be here and uh give you some updates on some of the exciting things that we're doing at McCor. Right. So before we get to McCor, well, before we get to McCor, it's part of it. McCor is the source, by the way, is that you are the source for a very interesting baseball game from Israel versus the Fire Department of New York. The Israeli baseball team is going to Tokyo for the Olympics, but they're stopping off in Brooklyn, New York. Right, right. We're really honored and thrilled to be starting off uh, Team Israel's exhibition schedule. Um, if your listeners are not aware, Team Israel um, is headed to Tokyo, to the Olympics, and we're very excited to cheer them on and get them on their way. I think it's a very big honor for Israel to be represented on the world stage, and the baseball team is um, made up uh, largely of American players who are professionals in the major leagues, and they actually made Aliyah. They went to Israel, um, some of them for the first time, learning about their Jewish roots. That's very exciting. Um, and we are thrilled that we can um, have an opportunity with, uh, in, a, in a very positive way to show that Israel is a, at the forefront of sports as well. And um, also, we're honored to be paying tribute to the FDNY on July 11th, which is two months before the anniversary, the 20th anniversary of 9/11. So it's a way to thank the the brave men and women who really saved the city and continue to put themselves in harm's way to protect us. And we just think it's it's a win-win um, for people to come out and enjoy an afternoon at um, the Brooklyn Cyclones Stadium, which is now called Maimonides Park, which is on Surf Avenue, and get some ocean breeze and see a fantastic baseball game. The FDNY team is very professional, as well, of course, as Team Israel. And uh, and it's all to benefit uh, Macor and the baseball team. Um, so we're we're looking forward to a fantastic event and and tickets are of course available at the Brooklyn Cyclones box office um sponsorships are still available we have um box seats available and other corporate sponsorships and and loads of seats but we're very thrilled with the uh response that we've gotten from the community Terrific. It's a great event and it supports the work that Macar is doing as well you can have a great time um i assume you're not taking bets on who's going to win right <laughs> Oh, I hope not. <laughs> okay. I hope not. <laughs> You're just buying <laughs> things. But it should be right. a great game. No matter who wins, it'll be a, it'll be a great game. And certain, Absolutely. And to see the Israeli baseball team before going to the Olympics, which is exciting. So that's uh, something right. which we'll right. mention again a little later on during our broadcast. Now tell right. us. Now I remember Makar 
Disability Center before it was called that. It was called the Women's League Community Residence. Tell us what, what tell us about McCarr, because McCarr has evolved, has changed. It became a source for a lot of new different services than it previously had. Absolutely. So McCor is the best kept secret around town um, in the disabilities community. McCor initially started um, when um, the investigation in Willowbrook, which is in Staten Island, it was an institute institution rather for people with um, developmental and, and intellectual disabilities. The horrors of Willowbrook were found out. Um, the the concept was to send these individuals back into their communities. And um, um, a group of women known as Neshea Abbas Chesed, women who are doing good deeds, who are lovers of good deeds, sponsored the, um, the initiator of Women's League, Mrs. Jean Warman, who started with one home, for men, adult men with disabilities, and several of them did come from Willowbrook. And as time went on, she added more and more homes. Uh, to this day, we have 32 residences, plus a myriad of other programs and services for the community, um, and, and and nationally, and uh, we even have some service participants from Canada. So the growth has been tremendous. The reason that uh, we're the best-kept secret is because the Nova Minska Rebbe, um, uh, a blessed memory, um, helped the progress. He also had a child. He and his wife had a child with disabilities. And together with the Warmans, they helped the organization grow. But he was very concerned that we don't have to have a hoopla, we don't have to do um, advertising or fundraising. We should just concentrate on the individuals that we care for. So that really was the, um, the, the direction of the agency for so many years. And while, and that really worked for a very long time as uh, we, we do receive funding from the government. And that was really, you know, worked out for us. As time went on in the last, I would say, eight years or so, with government cutbacks, uh, we were in a position where we, we wanted to maintain the high level of care that we offer and the innovative programs, but it became increasingly, um, uh, it, it, was, it presented budgetary constraints. So the board, under the direction of Rabbi Burton Jaffa, decided that it's time to start, you know, advertising and um, really just, you know, letting the community what we're doing internally and starting to ask for for partnership. Um, Parents who have their kids with us for 20, 30 years and have exceeded their life expectancy because of the marvelous care that they receive um, were never asked to to help in, in any type of way, and it became you know an educational process for parents to understand that. Um, an example that I like to give is that if uh, an individual needs, let's say, a bath chair to put into the shower or bathtub, and Medicaid pays two hundred fifty dollars towards it, but if the bath but the bath chair costs let's say seven hundred fifty dollars. Macor is going to pay that $750 because it's the best for the individual. And 
in addition, one of the things that we are very proud of um, and really came to to um, fruition, unfortunately, this year after after COVID, is that when one of our individuals has to be hospitalized, we send a staff member with them 24-7. We don't just drop off an individual and say, okay, nurses, you know, it's your job. We stay with that person. Um, we have various shifts. And, um, I mean, you can imagine, God forbid, a, you know, a well person has to go to the hospital, new faces, not feeling well, um, you know, getting poked and jabbed and pulled and the bright lights. And just imagine that if a person with intellectual um, or developmental disabilities, many who, who don't are not verbal, so our staff stays with them and they're the voice for that patient. So you're an advocate and, as well. A tremendous advocate, tremendous advocate. We we speak with um, with the doctors, with the nurses, with the families, with um, the the staff, the managers, and the homes to make sure that our individuals are treated just as we would take care of a family member. We we treat them. So that has um, really added to our you know budgetary constraints, but we are insistent that that's what we do for our people, and. Um, um, I'm getting back to how, why we changed why we changed oh, the name. name. Right, okay. Why we changed the name? So initially, uh, Women's League Community Residences, you know, worked. It was a kind of a a um, an outgrowth of Nishaya Basqueset. But we don't only take care of women. We have many males that we care for. Um, we're not a league. We're not just just community residences. So after uh, a group, um, a focus group, got together, they decided that Makor Disability Services is um, is an appropriate name. Makor meaning the source. So we're the source for disability services. And you know, it's taken time for the name to catch on, but it's part of our you know education, and um, and we're excited, and it really galvanized a lot of other. Um, efforts within the organization to move forward and to create some innovative programs. Which is wonderful what what you're doing. And and by the way, I might add that when I started on radio about 40 years ago, you couldn't really talk about disabilities. In fact, when I did a show about disabilities, I was chastised, like, how do you talk about it in public? Mm -hmm. As time went on, you were able to talk about it more, so therefore you can call it Makor and you can deal with it on a different level because people are more readily acceptable, acceptance of, of disabilities, and we have to deal with it. And I think there's been more community support, which is what Makor has been doing. In fact, I understand that you got the one of the only agencies that got one of the rare agencies that got a Compass rating, which is like a five-star rating. That's correct. Um you're so right that the stigma um, towards people with disabilities has um, thankfully, you know, dissipated within our community, and um, there is a level of of acceptance. Um, and we're really proud that in New York State, there's 800 agencies um, that are monitored by OPWDD, which is an acronym for the Office of People with Developmental Disabilities. And we're one of out of 800 who received the designation of a Compass Award, which is akin to a five-star rating for the care, for the innovation, for the person-centered care that we offer 
Um, and we're extremely, you know, proud of that. Um, it doesn't translate into anything financial, but it's it, it, you're the it only Jewish that. agency that has that, which is very impressive. Right. right, we're the only Jewish agency that has it, and it, you know, it's it's a badge of distinction that we that we wear very proudly. Carol Suffin is our guest, the Chief Development Officer of Makar Disability Services, and we're looking at the important work that they do. Tell us about the Makar College experience. Oh, I would love to. I love to talk about that um, program. Um, Dr. Stephen Glicksman um, is our developmental psychologist and director of innovation, and it was his lifelong dream to offer a program where young men who um, have challenges but are higher functioning, for them to attend Yeshiva University and um, and to be able to say, oh, my brother went here, or my brother's on campus now, my father went here, my grandfather went here. And he opened up a program four years ago where the young men, they have... Um, they sit in the in the regular YU based medrash. They have their own rebbe. They learn. They follow the same curriculum as um, the standard YU day. They daven together. They have the shear, and then in the afternoon they have their English studies that are appropriate for them, with a tremendous emphasis on vocational training, and with the hopes that once they finish this program, that they will be. Um, able to uh, prepare a resume, go on job interviews, and ultimately find a position, a career even, that suits them. Wonderful. And it's a great, great idea, and it helps them, and it's also, it helps part of mainstreaming uh, people with disabilities. You're so right, Zev. It's, it's a great point. Um, we've gotten such a, a wonderful reception from the Yeshiva University community, um, from uh from the top, from Rabbi Berman uh, to Rabbi Penner, and um, the student body, it's been so, so beautiful to see the integration. It's a real, true integration. Um, some of our students at the McCor College Experience um, are joined clubs. They are on the, on the basketball team um, in whatever capacity they're able to. And it's it's really a joy. This year we had one uh, one young man graduated. He marched down. At um, at the Y graduation last year, of course, unfortunately, it was a graduation by by Zoom. So we had a, a number of young men who took a part in that, and um, we're very proud of it. And uh, there is definitely a um, a push for us to open up a women's program. So so that it definitely is in the offing. We just need to. Uh, it's not for the September. Hopefully, we can pull some, some funding together and um, some uh, housing issues and, and have something ready for the female population next year. Wonderful. Uh, before yeah. I let you go, we start off with the exciting news that Makar is sponsoring a special, well, the Israeli bas- the baseball team that are coming to Brooklyn on the way to Tokyo for the Olympics. So and they're going to be they're going to have actually a game between themselves and the FDNY, the Fire Department of New York. So tell us again when it is and how can people get tickets for it. Oh, certainly. So on Sunday, July 11th at um, now called Maimonides Park, it's um, the home of the Brooklyn Cyclones on Surf Avenue in Brooklyn. At 4 p.m., there's going to be an exhibition game between uh, Team Israel 
and uh, the FDNY, and we're hoping that uh, the community attends. Um, we have um, an exciting day planned, and it's a, a great way to show your support of Israel and, of course, also the FDNY. And tickets are available at um, www.brooklyncyclones.com or through the ticket office, which is 718-507-TIXX. And you forgot to mention it's the nine days, but you're going to have a seam, so there'll be a meat meal there too. Right. We will be serving par food, but there, for those that can't do without their hot dogs, their kosher hot dogs will have a, a, a seam. So if that's uh, if that floats your boat, we'll have that. <laughs> hey, you may get more people. You have to. That's, that, that might be just as important as the game having a seam where they can eat meats. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. It wasn't, you know, it, it really wasn't our intention to do this during the nine days, but this is, you know, the baseball uh, team's um, schedule and availability. So we went with it, and and we hope that they they medal in Tokyo, and we'll have them back again. Exactly. You can have them come specially after a victory in Tokyo. That's what we hope and pray for. Carol right. Safian, Chief Development Officer for Macar Disability Service. If people want to learn more about Macar, how can they do so? What is the source so they can get the information? Oh, thank you. Um, uh, our website is uh, updated constantly. Um, it's www.macor, M-A-K-O-R-D, like disability, S like service, dot org. And um, if anybody wants information, they can always contact me through the office, which is 718-853-0900. So thank you for the thank opportunity to, to speak about this this wonderful agency who's changing the lives of people with disabilities. And thanks for the work that you're doing because you help the organization grow and provide more services for those with disabilities, which is needed because it's a lot. It's not just them. It's the families. They need as much support they can get, and being an advocate in the hospital and other situations makes a very, very big difference. So thank you for the work that you do. Right. It's, it's really inspiring to see how the, the staff – how they have such dedication, and it's you know, and a lot of it is um, you know grunt work, but they really respect every individual and see every individual as their own person. It's not institutional like at all. Every home is very homey, where the cook is cooking. You feel that it's Shabbos. You feel that it's dinner time, and um, and we're very proud. And it also it's beyond um, the individuals themselves, the families are benefiting because many families are just not able to care for their loved one because of their medical frailties and um, and we're help saving you know families and I hear time and time again when I speak to parents how they are so um, thrilled with the care that their that their individuals are getting and their children their siblings and, and and that's you know that motivates us to do more and to continue, and it's uh, it's a beautiful legacy to what Mrs. and Mr. Warman started, um, out of the ashes of Willowbrook. Carl Sophie and Chief Development Officer for McCarr, thank you for joining us. Look forward to having you back again. My pleasure, uh, Zev. If you would be so kind, I'm I'm excited to offer um, some tickets to your listeners. So pairs of tickets. So I know that you'll um, be announcing how 
your listeners can avail themselves of uh, of our ticket offer. We had a very nice response to the first time we did. We're going to keep giving away some tickets, so lucky listeners will be able to win. We'll give you the details. Thank you. Talkline Radio and TV with Zeb Brenner is just phenomenal. Everybody concerned about the Jewish community should listen and watch. He has the best guests. He asks the most interesting questions. He's always so well prepared. It's talk radio and television from a Jewish point of view at its very best. To advertise on the Talkline Network and Talkline's email and social media blasts reaching over 70,000 people, please call 212-769-1925, extension 100. That's 212-769-1925, extension 100. Or email info at talklinenetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. For continuous Jewish programs, talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the talklinenetwork.com.